0: We live in a world of illusions, perhaps no greater illusion than the one that makes people feel that they have a future or a past, the one that takes us out of our present moment. It was Orson Welles that said, we are born alone, we live alone, and we die alone. It's only through our love and friendship can we create the illusion for the moment that we're not alone. And so all my bold Americans that listen to this show, we're going to do things a little bit differently this Monday. There's plenty of shows that talk to you all about what's going on in the world. I'm going to take a break from that as we begin our week here on America Emboldened. So sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. (music) Welcome Bold Americans to another week of episodes here on America Emboldened. I'm your host, Greg Bolden on the America Out Loud Network. As always, go over to americaoutloud.news where you can check out all of my colleagues' work as well as the 24-7, 365 days out of the year talk radio network. Just download America Out Loud on your favorite app store device or go to the website where you can listen to the programming as well as find podcasts like myself. Let's get straight into it. Look, I know that the the headlines of the weekend, things are not getting better, right? You you can look now, the Gaza Strip looks like the Stone Age in spots. Uh, Netanyahu has said that it's the second war of independence. Uh, We have Ortegon threatening to declare war on Israel and send their military in. And I could do an entire week of shows on this. However, I believe that our time is spent better in a different Avenue. There are plenty of people on the network that are going to give you uh, points of view on this, right? You can go over, and you can check out uh, the work of IQ on America Out Loud, who's talked about Israel Day Number 20, fighting the degenerate human mutants. That was a show that was over the weekend. Or you can also go into uh, work by Malcolm Out Loud, uh, see what he's talking about at this point in time on this topic. Uh, we can also look, listen to Rob and Andrew on the network, America is sleepwalking in a dangerous nightmare. All right, so they are all very good resources for you. You can find that. I'll I'll certainly cover it a little bit more as the week goes, but I have something on my mind. A friend of mine recently reached out to me and he's the same age as me. Matter of fact, his birthday's coming up here later this week. And he was telling me he just had an echocardiogram done on his heart. And he has a lot of concern because ever since he had uh, his COVID vaccine, Uh, He has had issues. Uh, He has had issues with his heart, with his blood pressure, blood clotting. Uh, He had a blood clot a while back in his lung. And so he's on blood thinners and trying to take care of himself the best that he can. Uh, But within all of that, he has this concern as he reaches into this next year of age later this week that him and I are almost identical in ages. I think I'm separated by what, I'd say uh, three months. I sat there and I'm listening to this and I was like, wow you know, I understand the fear. I understand the uncertainty of no day is guaranteed. And I started thinking about this in terms of my own life. I have two young children. I have uh, uh, children that at this point in time, they really need to have a mother and father in their life. And it scares the living crap out of me to think that one day, I or my wife would not be here for them before they got to an age where they can take care of themselves in a good and meaningful way, right? Once they're of that age, I'll be less fearful. I won't want to go anywhere, but at least I would feel like, all right, I haven't let them down in any way, shape or form. Uh, They've gotten the life that they deserve uh, from me. And now it's the life that I hope that they make for themselves. But until that day, I still am trying to fight to be the best father that I can possibly be and be present a husband that I can be and hopefully be healthy and happy to be able to do this. But the truth of the matter is none of these days are guaranteed the hours, the minutes, the seconds, they're not guaranteed. And yet we spend so much time wasting away our life every single moment Why? Because we're focused on our future, right? And I think about this podcast from time to time, about what I sacrifice in order to do this for my listening audience and for the audience who has yet to find me so far. The amount of hours that I'm spending away from my son, from my daughter, realize that, you know what? I may not be here tomorrow. And could my children play back my podcast and at least find words that inspire them and go, my dad was a good person who tried to make the world better for other people and tried to inform people. And I think at times I might lose that focus that if I'm going to sacrifice that time from my family, that I better be able to make sure that it's meaningful. And so that inspired today's episode, having this conversation with my friend where he's worried about his health, thinking about my own health at times and what I've been through, and then wanting to make sure that what I'm giving to you is meaningful. I don't know exactly how many people are listening to this. I really don't. I ask you all the time, hey, reach out, uh, give me a follow online, give me a shout. And some of you do, and I, I really appreciate that. In fact, I got some messages last week uh, from individuals that were listening to the shows about the, the conflict in the Middle East and giving me some perspective. And so I really appreciate that. It, it does help to hear from people. But it's not like I'm hearing from thousands of people by any means. Uh, so, you know, for me, we have this fun little bold American conversation community. And I'm glad that I have you guys to speak with, uh, but I really would love to be more connected. I really would. Why? Because again, if I'm giving up this time, I want to know the community that I'm, I'm creating here. So let's get into why I believe uh, people are angry and dissatisfied more than ever in life. It comes to this this reality of, I believe people are waking up to the fact that there's more to life than the illusion of our cell phones and our social media and everything else that we are surrounded by. However, we're afraid to unplug from it. We're afraid to take in our surroundings because I know that if you were taking in your surroundings, you would notice some of the things that I'm noticing and be talking about some of the things that I'm noticing you might've looked up at the sky and realized things like the sun is not where it's supposed to be. As far as the Zodiac signs go, this was brought to my attention recently. And I checked it. I was like, wow, I've been asleep on this. That's right. The sun is still in Virgo you can go and you can check that in your apps and find it. That is true. And at first you might be like, okay, well, is something wrong here? Are we off? Well, yeah, as far as our Zodiacs, we are off, but I had no idea that the Zodiacs change about one degree every year. So after 30 years, you'll be in a different Zodiac. You're born into a Zodiac, uh, but that does not mean that's where you stay. Never knew this. But again, Noticing my surroundings, you could pay attention to that. Also, if you're noticing your surroundings, uh, people like Matt from Cultivate Elevate has talked about how the moon is not exactly where it's supposed to be. And so once you start paying attention to that and get off the cell phones, you go, oh, wow, look at that, there is a shift going on Out in the cosmos, we should pay attention to this. Or maybe you look up at the clouds and you realize that there's more of these upper level clouds lately that are showing off rainbow effects. And you don't see it with the naked eye, but you put on polarized sunglasses and it starts to show up on there. And so I have actually been taking photos and video of that. Or perhaps you've been in an airplane and noticed that there's now almost two cloud levels. You get up to like 35,000 feet, but yet there's now a cloud level above you right? Notice your surroundings. Maybe in this beautiful fall here in the Northeast Corridor, you're starting to pay attention to all the foliage. You better enjoy it because it's only here until the next windstorm that we get in the Northeast and all the leaves that blow off the trees and onto the ground. But it's beautiful auburns and reds going with these bright yellows. It's an absolutely phenomenal scene here in the Northern Hemisphere. If you're not checking it out, take time to notice those surroundings. Instead, what do we do? Well, instead, I believe we're all distracted by trying to figure out what we all look like on social media. Who's posting what, you know, what's that person? Oh, look at that. They lost some weight. Oh, they're looking good. Oh, they really let themselves go. Oh, look over here. We have war going on on X. Oh, look over here. We have this violent actor, these people that are attacking. It's all an illusion. It's an illusion, ladies and gentlemen. Because the only reality is the present reality that you can experience when you unplug from all of this. And so I'm giving you a challenge this week. You know, if you don't listen to my show for the rest of the week after today, I'm okay with that. I hope that you do because I have some great content lined up here on Twitter. Uh, I have Ben uh, Edel coming on, who started a free Oregon. He's going to be on my my Twitter channel, my x.com, as well as all my socials uh, later tonight. If you're listening to this on Monday, he's going to be on with me at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you can tune into that interview. Uh, but I have all this uh, stuff going on. But within all that, if you unplug and you come back and you check out that content later, I'll be okay with that. Because I think we all need a break. We need a break to be able to come back to witnessing the world in a present moment. You know, my, my children, uh, I put on a movie before recording the show for you guys. And as I'm putting on the movie, I, I pick something that I figure everybody can watch. My son's hopping on his Chromebook. My daughter keeps picking up her phone. Now, eventually she got off and she was present in the film. But I said to my wife, I just wish that we could get back to no tech, while we're watching something, be present with one another. And I know what you're thinking and be like, well, Greg, you can just tell them to put all that down. Yes, you're right. I can, but I want to teach them how to become present instead of ordering them to become present. I think that's so much more important in the overall scheme of things. So, you know, when's the last time you really were somewhere and you just looked at the floor and the ceiling, and I know that sounds really silly, But when's the last time you really paid attention to the decor of a doctor's office or the decor of even your workplace? Have you ever counted how many windows there are to your left and your right? Have you ever counted how many lights there are that you can see? Have you ever counted how many ceiling tiles there are like you did when maybe you were a kid bored in the classroom? I'm telling you that's a quick way to allow you to be present in that moment. And then if you're at a live event, you know, I just saw Bob Dylan, he's coming through doing shows. My friend, John, he invited me to the show. And I see where they're going to be taking people's cell phones. It's a technology-free show. You can't even have a smartwatch. And so they put it in this bag, they lock it in this locker, and then you get all that back afterwards. It's like, what a great thing to help people be able to focus on one thing at a time, not worried about their wrist buzzing with the next notification. And so when we talk about anxiety, We talk about this fear of the unknown. I want to ask you a question right now, because maybe this is going to induce some anxiety into my listening audience. If I told you that whatever time you're listening to this show, right, maybe you're listening to it at 2 p.m., maybe you're listening to it at 5 p.m., 9 p.m., but I told you, you have eight hours left to live. That's it. Eight hours. The clock starts right now. What's the first things that you do? Now, maybe some of you are shutting off the podcast right now, right? And you're like, got to get living. But what is your plan for those 8 hours? How would you spend them? Because this is the the point that I think I'm trying to make on today's show. We don't live intentional lives, some of us do, but I think We've become brainwashed. We've become living in this world of illusion that we have our gratification in technology, our gratification in this digital media, hearing from our friends via text message, that we don't actually have FaceTime. We have FaceTime in quotes via iPhone, but we don't have FaceTime and physical touch as far as being in front of people anymore. We've accepted the Zoom mentality of 2020 as actual Physical and personal beings of in the one space together or the meta universe where you put on virtual reality or augmented reality that's not living, that's not life. So, if you only have those eight hours, what are you grateful for that you have right now in your life? And then, what have you practiced that gratitude, that attitude of gratitude in your life in order to make those things? So, I would suggest the first thing that you do, if you could each day. Even if you don't know if you have those eight hours, right? This is just a regular thing. Can we write down together, Bold Americans, three things that we're grateful for in our life right now, right? So I'm going to share three things that I'm grateful for in my life right now. I'm grateful to have my family healthy, right? My, my wife and my children, I'm grateful that we're all healthy and able to spend time together. That's one. Number two, I'm grateful to be blessed with so much abundance in my life, knowing that so many do not have that type of abundance in their life that are worried about what they are going to eat later on today. And I know that that is not a concern for me. And I'm grateful for that because I understand that's not a reality for others. And I'm also showing gratitude today for the fact that I live in a peaceful, area where I don't have to worry about the conflict of life outside of the normal disruptions that may happen. All right. So that's kind of my, my three things that I would like to, to point out today. Now, as I'm thinking about those three things immediately, it turns me into a positive thought process. I don't think about the negative. I don't need technology. In fact, I think maybe one of the reasons I love doing this podcast is because it puts me in a present moment each day that I record for my audience that I'm unplugged from all the tech. Sure, I may have all the different stories I'm covering, but I'm in a present moment. Now, there's different realities in life, okay? So as we're thinking about what would we do with those final seven hours and 55 minutes now that we're listening here, as you're getting into it, you have to think, well, gee, there are the realities of how you perceive me right? You'd listen to the show and maybe you've made up your mind in some way, shape, or form of who Greg Bolden is from America emboldened. That is certainly a reality that you have, but it's an illusion because you don't know me, right? You don't know what makes me tick at night. Maybe you've gotten to know me through the show, but you still don't really know me. The other illusion is how I perceive myself right? I may have a certain ego that I've brought to myself based upon my life experiences, a way that I feel that people see me, but that's an illusion as well because I cannot experience how you experience me. So I don't know what your inner thoughts are, right? I can be like, I think people really like that or God, that was really dorky. I might understand all that stuff, but I can't really understand how you truly perceive me. So the only way that I can live my life in order to be perceived the way that I want to be is to deliver messages with love, deliver messages with sincerity and authenticity. And therefore there is a third reality. And that is the reality of how things actually are. But here's the secret. None of us get to experience how things actually are right? Because we have the experience of others, which is an illusion we have our own experience, which is an illusion. So the way that things actually are, there's only one way that we can truly experience that. And that is to be in a present moment, to be mindful of our surroundings and the drop the ego. And that requires some meditation. I'm going to take a break right here. When I come back, I'm going to talk about maybe a little bit more mindfulness, talk about why acceptance is really important and also why people may need to drop the 40 hour work week. There's a video of a young girl recently who was crying after getting to work. I want to talk about that from a more humane uh, standpoint, not from making fun of her because I know a lot of people did. I want to talk about why she's actually correct and why we shouldn't be making fun of her words and what she said. All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break here. Make sure you go over to americaoutloud.store where you can visit all the sponsors of the show, uh, help keep the lights on here at the network. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. Be right back.
1: America Out loud. News is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org.
0: Welcome back, Bold Americans. Second half of the show here, we're talking about living in the present moment. If you only had eight hours left to live, how would you live your life? What would you go do? And then ask ourselves this question, right? Why don't we all ask Bold Americans, why don't we live our lives that way every single day? Now, not to be exhaustive or to take extensive risks, but just to know that we told the people that we love, that we love them to make sure that we didn't keep bucket list for future years. Like my wife had said to me a while back, she said uh, that I guess she has the sabbatical time coming up for her job. It's something that they began. And she goes, you know, we'll go to Europe when I get this. But the trip is like three years away when she gets these sabbatical weeks. And my first thought was, I hope that I'm here for that. And while that sounds like a really awful thing to think about, I'm just wondering how come we can't just make that trip now, right? How come we can't prioritize that time while we know that we have health and the ability to do things. And so that's what I want people to think about. What are those individual uh, things that you would like to make sure you get done, the things that you have hanging out there in life that you would like to make sure that you close up each and every single day, and then make some type of mindful list of, Uh, those things. So that way you can look back on me like, you know what? I I got my list together today. Everything was good. Now, another thing that I really struggle with, and maybe you guys do too, is accepting that things are the way that they are, that I cannot change that which I cannot change, right? That This world is not fair. And yet I want to bring more justice to this world. I want to bring more kindness to this world. I want to make sure that my children have a better uh, experience than I've had, but yet I cannot control everything around me. If I could, there would be no war. Uh, If I could, uh, Joe Biden wouldn't be president. Uh, If I could, I'd have things a lot different in the way that our government runs and uh, (laughs) the people that have been elected. But I can't control any of that. So we have to let go of those things that are outside of our control and just live with acceptance. And that's very difficult. And that's not to say that we can just accept you know, corruption. No, no, you can stand up for that. But there's just little things that add up, right? I don't control the military industrial complex. And so meditation is a way to help us get to that acceptance. And many of us don't take the time, myself included, to be able to meditate on a daily basis. And so I really would also like to try to work that into my show a little bit more. Uh, I know I did a show a while back with Laurie Elizabeth, where I talked about meditation. We actually did a guided meditation. I felt great at the end of that. Um, but I think that that's really important. And then we all spend time with people every single day that may not make us feel, you know, amazing. Maybe it's people that you work with. Maybe it's uh, friends that become toxic. Well, spend time with people that make you feel happy and fulfilled. That's a great way to live in the present moment. Find people that are uh, supportive of you, that are positive of what you want. Um, And then if you're not there with one another, before you walk away from stuff, find out why aren't you there? Because chances are, it's as easy as a conversation to figure out what's actually going on, Uh, because maybe you guys just aren't present with your friends and family. All right. And then just be mindful of everything, right? When's the last time you were like, man, that food was absolutely delicious. And instead of reading your phone while you were eating, you really concentrated just on the food and the taste and the smell. And then how did your body react to what you ate? Instead of after you eat, you're like, I got a stomach ache. Meanwhile, you're reading stressful content while you were eating. uh, And you probably could have just had present moment awareness. Breathe right? I, I, I have my watch. It tells me to take mindful this, uh, and meditations to take deep breaths. Uh, but I also practice that, uh, pretty commonly each and every single day when I'm driving, uh, to and from different things that brings me back to a present moment. It keeps my brain from running into the, the 1 million things. Now, the other part in here is I think it's healthy. As I was saying to take a break from social media, from the technology that is completely, um, just ruining your life in many ways, right? We get distracted by cell phones. I still to this day as an educator have no idea why cell phones are allowed to come into school buildings. And uh, let me repeat that as an educator of high school youth, I have no idea why cell phones are allowed to come into the high school buildings, yeah, sure. I've heard parents be like, well, if there was a school shooting, I want my kid to be able to get in touch with me. Yeah, well, the school has phones, right? We'll, we'll eventually get in touch. We're going to more important things to do in that present moment than have a cell phone. If, if you're a parent right now of a high school kid and you're sending your kid with a cell phone to school every day, you're ruining their education. Your kid's not responsible for that. Your kid is under the age of 18. They are incapable in many ways of paying for the cell phone that they have. You've enabled this. It's one of the reasons why my kids do not have any phones. Uh, and I plan on keeping it that way for some time. All right. Now when they're driving, yeah, you need to have a phone so you can get back and forth, but why don't schools have a place where cell phones get locked up, right? Take a break from the social media, take a break from the technology and really be present. And that brings me to the working days. Right. We, we've heard that Generation Z is complaining and millennials are complaining about the hours that are being worked. And recently, there was this video a couple of weeks ago, actually, I think it was last week, uh, that went out there. It's this, this young girl complaining about how she just started working a nine-to-five job and she doesn't understand how people have time for life. And I saw people writing saying, our future generations are doomed. This girl's complained about working a nine-to-five, says it's difficult. I remember working 10 hours and still doing what I had to do. Enjoy life I do not feel bad for. She needs to realize and just work. Time to wake up and be an adult. No, dude. Look, I mean this really, really calmly and nicely. We all have different goals. If you want to become rich, you're probably going to have to work and work really, really hard. But if you want to have a life then no, you don't need to work so hard. And let's also be honest about the work-life balance and how out of whack it is in the complete scale of things. They work you now until about 67, 68 years of age. And there's individuals in this country that want to raise the retirement age to 70 years of age, right? So by the time you're 70, I mean, I'm in my mid forties and my body's already breaking down compared to where it was just a decade ago. And if I look back where it was two decades ago, when I was about 25 years old, right, I was, didn't, my muscles would recover. Or I didn't have a care in the world. I was doing great. Got in my thirties and still was doing pretty good. But now in my forties, I don't recover nearly as well as I used to. So I'm imagining by my fifties, it's going to get worse by my sixties, even more so. And if I'm blessed to get into my seventies, my God, I'll just be glad to be getting around and uh, seeing friends. But the point of the matter is I've been told by society that's when you need the work until, and then you can enjoy life and then you no longer have to work. Then hopefully you can get the fruits of your labor at that point in time. That's BS and making fun of this young lady for her feelings. no, she's actually just aware and awake on the fact that there's more to life than work, right? We, we are talking about your working conditions. We are talking about your ability to have a life and a job second. So many people have a job and then they have a life third, fourth, or fifth. Many people actually have a job and then they have a family and then they have a life instead of having a life with a family and then having a job we're ass backwards in this country on the way we view work. I'm going to play this uh, this girl's uh little rant here so you can hear what she's saying in real time on this. This is uh these are her some of her words. Let's see here.
2: You know, I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, but this is my first job, like my first 9 to 5 job after college and I'm in person and I'm commuting in the city and it takes me Forever to get there. There's no way I'm gonna be able to afford living in the city right now, so that's off the table. Like, duh. If I was able to walk to work and it would, it'd be fine. But I'm not. So it literally takes me. Like, I leave here. Like, I get on the train at 7:30 and I don't get home till like 6:15 earliest. And then like, I don't have time to do anything. I don't. I want to shower, eat my dinner, and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook my dinner either. Like, I don't have energy to work out. Like, that's out the window. Like. I'm so upset oh my god nothing to do with my job at all but just like the nine to five schedule in general is crazy being in the office nine to five like if it was remote you get off at five and you're home and everything's fine but like I'm not home it takes me long to get home and like like people that drive to the office like it doesn't you don't get off at five and I know it could be worse I know I could be working longer but like I literally get off. It's pitch black. Like I don't have energy. How do you have friends? Like, how do you have time to like meet like a guy? I don't know. Like, how do you have time for like dating? Like I don't have time for anything. And I'm like so stressed out and I'm also getting my period. So that's why I'm all (laughs) emotional, but like, am I so dramatic? It's not
0: I think this girl really hit the nail on the head in so many different ways, but there is one criticism I would give her. The one criticism I would give her is she needs to, go over and thank her family that she needs to realize that this is not just her experience. This is the experience of every single person in this country. That's trying to put food on the table, trying to raise a family. And so she's just experiencing what this world has been like for her family. Who's provided that education for up until now, that's provided a, a roof over her head up until now. And now she's starting to realize, oh, wow, This is what my parents had to go through in order to get me to where I am. But we should be demanding better. That's, I guess, what I'm getting at, right? When we stayed glued to our phones seven to eight hours a day with people on technology, and we only have meaningful conversations with our children for less than 30 minutes a day, there's something wrong majorly with society. And then when we shame her for her words, simply because You've already felt it. If you're saying, no, I didn't feel it, you know, this is, she's soft. What what is soft? What is soft about wanting to have your life and wanting to have a little bit of freedom to enjoy these breaths that we get to take while we're on this earth? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Now, granted, it's a matter of priorities, right? You got to prioritize how much time do you want to spend working? How much time do you want to spend living? Because work shouldn't be living. And if it is... I think it's, it's truly, truly backwards. And within all of that, you know, she's talking about her emotions at the end, get some exercise, right? Uh, it's author Chris Michaels on the show and he, he's always talked about how he likes to wake up first thing in the morning, get his exercise in. And that really gets him going. But there's also mindfulness in, in the way that you do exercises as well. Some people do yoga, some people stretch, whatever that looks like that can help you get into that, that present moment. Now, if you're paying attention to what's around you as well, and you're starting to live in the present moment and you're starting to just enjoy life, then perhaps maybe you're not going to sit there and get so caught up in everything that's happening everywhere else in the world of things that we cannot control. And then maybe as we're doing all this, you start realizing that, that there is a real version of you that's out there and you know what, there's no tomorrow to experience that real version of you. So, Whatever you want to do, do it today. Don't postpone thinking that you can do that tomorrow, next month, next year, because that's just not going to happen. And one of the best ways that I think to really be fulfilled is to help others feel happy. So serve others in what you're doing. And that way gives your life this meaningful feeling as you're doing things. I think that that's so very important. And then if you've been working hard for something and you're not getting the success that you want, don't discredit the hard work that you've done, right? That that there's always something that you've earned from that labor. It might be just perspective that you take with you for the rest of your life, or it may be something that later on comes back and people are like, Oh, I remember you helped out with that Um, drop jealousy and ego. It, the reason I say that is because like I, people all the time, they, 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 they think that I'm like, uh, I don't know. They, they think that I'm a little too harsh on myself in the way that I say things, but really it's just, it's a matter of me trying to drop my ego and realize that I'm no more important than the next person that's alongside me. And I want to celebrate their accomplishments just much as I hope that they would celebrate mine. That way we can be on each other's team right? Where you can be on that sidelines. And I wasn't always this way. Like I used to be the, the type of individual when I was playing in music, I'd see a band play and be like, man, they were horrible. Instead of being like, you know what? They left the home, they wrote some music and they got out there and they played. I wasn't into it, but so glad that they're doing their thing. And so just putting that healthy perspective in the celebrating human life and celebrating what others are doing, I think is so important. Um, be, being able to say that you're sorry, uh with your mistakes and then not regretting later and going, man, I'm sorry I did that. I mean, I still to this day I carry regrets with me. And I'm like, man, it would be so cool to see that person just so I can tell them, like, hey, I hope hope that you understand that my heart was in a good place or it's in a good place now compared to where it was. And just want to say I'm sorry. And I can't do that, right? Why do we spend like 25 years later regretting things that happened when we were teenagers and our early 20s? It's it's ridiculous. So, say you're sorry, mean it and let it go. It's really important because that person may not even be thinking of you anymore. Uh and you're holding on to something that it's not necessary. Um also, take note of those that care for you and do it right away. And my buddy the other day uh, he writes to me, you know, right after it's like, I love you, brother. I really appreciate that. It, it's really important that if somebody in that moment, you're, you're feeling, uh, fed emotionally, spiritually, whatever it may be, let that person know that. And then lastly, you know, as you think about those eight hours and you tried to set that clock in your brain of like, what if these are my last eight hours? Um, don't wait. Time is precious. Time is a construct of humans, right? We don't get it back. We, we started ticking this into the future, and then it becomes part of our past. But don't think about the future. Just go ahead and do what you need to do to be ready for today. And eventually, your, your future will completely unfold for you. And that is probably the, the best advice that I can give is... That, that old adage of live like there's no tomorrow because literally there may not be tomorrow. And I think th- these type of shows where, where I'm speaking about, you know, this is a perspective that maybe you're not hearing on the rest of my shows. Maybe I'm getting too heavy in the politics. Maybe I'm getting too heavy in the Palestine, Hamas and Israel and all that stuff. Well, you know what? L- let me try the feed myself as I feed my audience uh, and take some advice to the heart. And so bold Americans, thanks for joining in with me today. Uh, I hope that I honored your time. Well, I hope that this gave you a little bit of perspective on, on some life. I hope it it didn't waste any time. And if you turned it off midway through, or you're getting ready to turn off now, I hope that you go live those eight hours extremely well. And I hope that you're blessed tomorrow to wake up again. And I hope that you're blessed to continue to wake up each and every day with good health, you and your loved ones, uh, because that's what we all hope to have but I also understand that's not what we all are guaranteed. And it's just really important. I think from time to time to have somebody say that to you and remind myself of that as well. All right, everybody, that is it. That's all. I'll be back uh, on Wednesday. Make sure you go on to uh, X.com or Twitter, whatever the cool kids are calling it today. Uh, Rumble, Twitch, Twitch, Facebook, all those social media platforms. Uh, you can follow America emboldened or at real Greg Bolden on X. I will have an awesome guest later tonight, Ben Edel from free or Oregon. You're going to want to hear uh, that interview. He is uh, an awesome individual who has done great work uh, for over 20,000 people, Oregonians, as they call them. Uh, and it's going to be awesome cool that's it everybody i'll see you all on wednesday here on the america out loud network and i'll see some of you tonight over on my personal pages you've been listening to america emboldened with greg bolden here on the america out loud network be bold america